0: Welcome to Under the Teen Teenfluence, the show where we give advice to teens based on our life experiences. My name is Jenny, and I'll be your host for today's episode. And with me, I have Liz and Leslie. We are the prevention team from NCADD of the San Fernando Valley. So today we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, the culture, the food, why we're thankful, and probably reasons why people use drugs during the holidays. So first, we're going to start talking about the culture and the food. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food?
1: I think one of my favorite Thanksgiving foods has to be one that I don't get a lot because my family's Hispanic, Latino, and you know, Latinos just do not make mac and cheese. They don't. And that's what I always want. I want mac and cheese and I want mashed potatoes and I never seem to get it. So if anyone has a Thanksgiving party that they want to invite me to, I'm there. (laughs) With mac and cheese. Yes, please. (laughs) Please.
2: that's funny for me i i personally love mashed potatoes but unfortunately my family doesn't do mashed potatoes i mean they tried it once it's just it doesn't come out right so normally lately we have been buying our mashed potatoes like the the morning of
1: <laughs> from costco <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's interesting it. that you guys say that actually because
0: i come i'm like also latina and i come from like you know the hispanic culture and everything but we actually do make the typical mac and cheese the mashed potatoes the ham the the works of the traditional um you know i guess american you can say thanksgiving but sometimes like dependings if someone really wants to they'll bring in like the tamales or something like that but usually it's actually the pretty americanized thanksgiving even though i have like a really latino family so it's interesting to know that
2: it's funny because for my family we always cook the tamales the pozole every thanksgiving um and it's just like You get tired of it after a while, so like sometimes you're hoping that your mom would make something different. I mean, she she can't do turkey, but like every once in a while, you just crave that turkey leg.
1: Do you like
2: turkey? No,
1: no, I've actually never. I have never had turkey for Thanksgiving. Sometimes uh, it's like ham, or barbecue ribs, or someone makes a a chicken, but I've
2: never actually had turkey. I like the turkey legs from Disneyland.
0: Ew. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, okay I, okay here's the thing so even though we do the traditionals we don't ever do turkey we just do chicken yeah like we never do turkey because it's so to me personally turkey's so dry and like i know it goes based off of like you know you go to people like i've had people like turkey you know and everyone makes it different but i swear to you no matter how juicy quote unquote they say it might be i still find it like a very dry turkey i don't know i just i think it tastes weird but i love turkey
1: sandwiches weird mm. <laughs> yeah turkey sandwiches are good
2: yeah. i feel like it all depends on how the people cook the turkey because i've had very dry turkey and it's mm-hmm. kind of like unbearable but i've also had like a juicy turkey so like i said it just depends but based on that i guess what are you thankful for this year um what am i thankful for
1: hmm
0: honestly i am thankful for my dogs because i feel that they keep me less lonely because i mean you know we all have our friends and stuff and we have our partners we have our family but i feel like my dogs kind of keep me whole so honestly i'm pretty thankful for my dogs what about you guys
2: i don't have a dog but i have a small bird and i'm thankful for her she's feisty, but you know she keeps the house interesting Mm
1: -hmm. okay so i'm gonna say something i don't i okay so I,
2: it's It shouldn't be
1: a controversial take, but I think I'm thankful for my job. And I think a lot of us take it for granted. Right. But there's people out there that, you know, they've graduated college and they don't like they struggle finding a job or like right now with us practically going into on, on, almost recession. People are starting to be laid off from jobs. And I just think we we're, we're so secure and we're so safe here that I don't foresee anything ever happening to us. At least, you know hopefully right yeah um but i just i think we should count all our blessings and i think we should all be thankful that you know we have a we have a we have a fun job too like we get to come to work and we have fun yeah and do
0: podcasts like right now so that is pretty fun no you know what you're right okay my dogs and my job
1: (laughs) yeah and obviously family friends the whole bunch yeah but yeah i
2: agree along with that i guess in terms of jobs i am grateful that our job is very like lenient and um They're very open-minded, you know, it's not very strict, it's not like you have to do things by the rules, they're very, like, willing to open with you and work with you, so I'm very thankful for that.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. And actually, now that you're talking about that, um, like how you were saying that, you know, some people might lose their jobs, unfortunately, due to this almost recession, um, that actually can be some reasons why people might start using drugs. Because if you think about it, you know, they go through this, like, you know, let's say you're set in stone, right? And you're over here like, okay, life's going great. My job's going good. Got my partner. I have whatever the case may be. Life's going, you know, swell. And then suddenly, bam, you lose your job. And maybe you're not a drug user yet, but maybe once you lose your job, you fall into alcoholism because, you know, you're stressed out. Your partner's depending on you. Like me, maybe like I have dogs or dogs are depending on you. your animals at home. What if your parents, you know, you might live with your parents, your parents might be depending on you. So a lot of the times I feel like because people lose their jobs, um, they actually might start using, you know, drugs like alcohol and probably other drugs, too.
1: That's funny. I was going to say the kind of same thing, but a little bit different. So because it's Thanksgiving, that's like the one time of year when you're finally getting together with all your, you know, relatives, aunts, cousins. And then, you know, at the Latino uh, Thanksgiving dinner, there's always that one tía that's like, oh, y el novio y, 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 la, y, y el colegio, and things mm-hmm. like that. And then it starts making you be like, you know, as as a young adult, you start wondering, am I really there yet? If my, mm-hmm. you know, your judgmental family is the one who's criticizing you. And again, it could lead you to having a few more sips of wine during that dinner, yeah. wake up hungover the next morning um but yeah i think that's a i think that's a really good uh prominent reason for why people may turn to drugs or alcohol during the holiday season
0: yeah i definitely agree on that um actually what's interesting is that last year i had this really like i had this issue no i am not an alcoholic just a big huge (laughs) i am not an alcoholic just letting everyone know but i had this issue where i had to drink wine almost every single night it was always like one cup like it was never past that i mean two maybe on the weekends you know what i mean but like (laughs) Every night I felt like I had a cup of wine, whether it made me feel like, you know, just that little bit of head change, or maybe not at all. But I thought like that wine cup was like such a good feeling because I was stressed out about a lot of things that were going on in my personal life that like I used wine in order to like relieve my stress. Even if I didn't get like tipsy mm-hmm. off of it, I just knew that that was like, okay, this is my little security <laughs> right now. This is going to make me feel good knowing I'm tasting this or drinking this. So I was doing that and I I think I finally got off of drinking it every day finally I drink it probably like once a week but I literally had a problem where like even my um, boyfriend noticed that he's like I'm constantly seeing wine bottles in the trash and he's like we used to not have this issue before and I'm like I know I don't know what's going on but thankfully I kind of like weaned off of it like on like on my own so I, I mean I wouldn't consider myself an alcoholic because I did not use it to get like drunk or tipsy it was just like a it was just wine to me tasted so good personally I find it very good So I don't know, but it kind of scared me because I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, I work in drug prevention and I'm like over here drinking alcohol every day. Obviously not like a, you know, nothing crazy, but yeah, that was something I learned that I think was, I wasn't paying attention to until recently. And then I realized I got off of it. So that was a really good thing. But yeah, I, I think do people do use alcohol and other drugs to like get through tough situations. So, yeah.
2: I mean, based off on that, and then just to add that in most, um, I guess, I I don't want to stereotype, but most in Hispanic households, sometimes when there's a big gathering of families, sometimes the alcohol or any other drugs can be unattended and teens usually have easy access to it if no one's looking at them or guarding it.
0: No, I agree. Last year we did a PSA on that. If you guys want to check that out on our Instagram on, you know, alcohol, you know, keeping it away from kids. But no, I do agree. I feel like a lot of Hispanic households on Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas and New Year's, they just use alcohol as a way of having fun. They just think like, that's the answer. Most of the time, like you bring alcohol and it's like, okay, now we're going to have a real party rather than just enjoying it without any form of alcohol whatsoever. I feel like nowadays it's like hard to enjoy that or maybe people have like a misconception of like oh there's no alcohol like that's no fun you know <laughs> so I feel like a lot of the times we have to really think about that especially think about our minors because if we do bring that even as like adults or maybe you know young parents that still want to have fun you know you know their parents and they're like you know what I still want to feel good and be able to drink with my friends and family we should still probably consider that because you know we don't want the kids and
1: there's some like that. yeah but, and there's some really good like non-alcoholic drinks that are festive and fun personally i love eggnog and i love mm-hmm. having it around the you know thanksgiving or christmas time uh but there's also like you can like like bonchit it's like fruit punch but like it's a warm based drink you know you've got apple cider and you know there's a different alternative options that you can have at a thanksgiving dinner that doesn't involve having out a bottle of wine and obviously we're not trying to shame anybody, but if you are having wine or alcohol, you know, just keep an eye on it. Make sure, you know, it's out of reach, especially of young kids. Literally the other weekend I was at a party and a small child saw a can on the table and he was trying to grab it. And it was a it was a beer can, but it doesn't beer cans don't look like beer anymore. They probably thought yeah, it no. was soda. They're, so. they're
2: a lot more colorful now.
1: So you've yeah. got to be really, really careful and just, you know, be mindful of your drink if you do have it.
2: I think it's also about bringing um, increasing awareness in terms of um, sometimes just having alcohol at home. Because I know in some households, even because it's a family and it's a family gathering, the dad will be like, oh, mijo, it's okay. You can drink drink one (laughs) sip. You can drink one (laughs) bottle. It's okay because you're in my house. I'm here to protect you. Whereas, like, no, that's still not okay because you're still underage. And I know you want to join in the fun. But it's just, like, bringing awareness to the parents. Like, hey... This isn't right. It's Still not it's okay. Still it is a gateway. It's like just you're it's starting them young. To it, yeah, you know. So yeah, no, I I
0: definitely yeah. agree with that.
1: True, and they get they might get like mixed messages. You know, your whole your whole parents life, you're telling your child, no, you can't drink this, no, you can't drink this, mm-hmm. and then oh, they know that when it's Christmas or Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you're you, allowed, you're, you're, yeah. they're gonna let you have like a drink or two, which yeah. Is, and
0: you know, I mean, so an idea, you can probably do too. Like um, how Liz was saying, like there's a lot of festive and holiday drinks you can a lot of these holiday drinks you can make both alcoholic and non-alcoholic like you can still have fun with it and still enjoy those you know delicious drinks if anything maybe you can set separate them like you can still give the kids to feel like oh i'm a part of this celebration everyone's drinking like these eggnog and sometimes eggnog can be you know done as an alcohol beverage for adults you know and i i get that so i feel like maybe separating the two like the kids still drink their eggnog and the parents can have their you know spiked eggnog if that makes sense but there's a lot of alcoholic um drinks out there that can definitely be made into non-alcoholic drinks like mocktails and stuff so in case you still want to drink you know i guess have a little bit of your fun you know you should also consider your kids and make them feel like they're a part of the festivities too but without giving them any form of like alcohol or even a sip or anything like that
1: but yeah so have you guys ever been to a friendsgiving (sighs) yeah yeah i've never actually been to one and i'm kind of sad about
2: it yeah i've been (laughs) to i feel like i need to have more friends for a friendsgiving
0: (laughs) i've had friendsgivings but actually i've had some issues with friendsgivings because i don't have a group of friends i have several friends that have groups so i'm part of different groups (laughs) so i have to like accommodate or sometimes they fall on the same time where I can't go to one because I have to go to the other one and then I don't and then I feel like a bad friend because I chose one Friendsgiving over the other Friendsgiving because a lot of times Friendsgivings are done around the same like time like like the weekend before before. or two weekends before you know it's always around obviously like that month so it's kind of hard but um the only thing I don't like about you know Friendsgiving is like I'm just gonna be real like you know you're, you're gonna you know bring your own food to cook you know it's like a potluck right and you know not everyone knows how to cook so it like sucks that like something tastes kind of bad you're mostly and you just have eating to... on snacks yeah so that's the I only but they unfortunate... have mac
1: and cheese there yeah
0: it's pretty <laughs> but it's not even the good what's like the craft <laughs> mac and cheese that you can make at home so nothing special but yeah
1: okay.
0: now i've had friends i did have a few friendsgivings but yeah
2: okay so then what do you does your guys's on um, thanksgiving normally looks like within your family
1: oh i have a good story so this morning actually i was scrolling on tiktok and there was this lady saying that when she met with when she got with her partner that their partner had a early thanksgiving time dinner time such as like 2 p.m in the afternoon they were eating dinner and i'm like that is is that that can't be normal like i'm latina we eat at like 8 p.m 9 p.m it's that night thing and the party goes way into like the midnight sometimes of, you know, if there's a party, of course, but I just, (laughs) I just thought that was really interesting. Um, But yeah, we usually um, start a lot later in the evening, you know, the whole day is spent cooking uh, tamales and things like that.
0: Yeah. I struggle with my Thanksgivings because now that I have, you know, my boyfriend and unfortunately, you know, our families still haven't meshed together where we can all spend Thanksgiving together. So I have to, like bounce from like house to house unfortunately it's like i so if and it sucks because like like everyone said like latinos usually we celebrate it a lot later in the night you know we're all eating around seven eight o'clock at night and so i have to literally figure out like how i'm gonna do this so usually i'll just go with my mom and i'll help her cook as part of my thanksgiving and i'll be with her specifically because she's mostly my main concern um, when it comes to thanksgiving and like my sibling too and then when it starts to get later in the day that's when i like transition to my boyfriend's family and i go with him (laughs) and then you know it's it sucks because a lot of our family is not intertwined so sometimes i have to kind of bounce sometimes to a third party because of within my boyfriend's family's people don't speak either so, it sucks, honestly. I don't think I ever really enjoy my Thanksgivings because of the fact that I'm, like, stressed about what time I have to be where and if I should eat and not eat at this Thanksgiving or do I look rude if I didn't eat, you know, my mother-in-law's, like, food rather than eating my mom's food. It's So, it, it sucks. Like, I, I honestly don't think Thanksgiving's my favorite because I feel like it's a stressful holiday for me,
1: to be honest. So. I think it's a stressful holiday for everyone. For all the people cooking. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure the people that cook, yeah. So, I don't know. It's not my favorite holiday, to be honest. It's like, I just... I'm not fond of the bouncing around. And it's, like, really scary because
2: a lot of... There's a lot of drunk drivers, too. So, Mm
1: -hmm. I... Uh, The roads are not safe. Mm -mm. It's funny
2: you say that. I actually have multiple experiences where the day of Thanksgiving, I had to drive my mom to the store because she needs her masa that morning. She can't get it the night of. And it's just... There's just so many bad drivers on the road. People are literally fighting for parking spots and it's just crazy. And then after, once you get home, it's like the stress of like trying to cook five things all at once. And especially the tamales because they take longer to cook. Mm -hmm. But yeah, honestly, for me, in that sense, Thanksgiving is the most stressful holiday. Yes, the food is delicious, but sometimes it's not worth it. I
1: want to end this on a happy note. And I want to say that even though we think Thanksgiving is a little stressful... It's usually the start of the holiday season to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it marks it. And I always look forward to, obviously, I'm a a Christmas person. I love Christmas through and through. So to me, it's just like, yay, Thanksgiving's over. Let's focus on the real season. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you join us next time on our next podcast. We are going to be talking about Christmas. So please be there. And thank you guys for listening. Bye.
1: Thanks guys.